Welcome to the Scandinavian Mind podcast, our weekly show about how technology is changing the creative industries. Today on the program, how to build a storytelling brand. We will go behind the scenes of Scandinavian Mind Agency, the services arm of our business. Today we will talk about the importance of being insights driven in your communication, what brands can do to strengthen their trust and credibility, the need for community building and how editorial content can be a driver for that, and the story about why we started an agency in the first place. My name is Conrad Olsson, Editor-in-Chief and founder of Scandinavian Mind, and I'm here with our creative director and co-founder, Erik Olofsson, calling in from the North office. How are you, Erik? I'm very good. I'm happy to be, to be on air from the North office. The North office of Umeå, where we have uh, the, the design office, uh, where you and your colleagues do much of the creative work behind uh, what you see on the Scandinavian Mind platform and what our clients see when we're doing the the services arm. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, it's a bit of a special episode. Usually we interview someone or we talk about the industries that we cover in our magazine, in our f- newsletter, our news feeds. So we thought it'd be a good idea to provide some inspiration and insights for our readers, many of whom work at brands, both in the tech industry, in the lifestyle industry. So in a way, it's kind of the same audience we serve, both with our insights and news content, as well as our agency. So uh, sound good? Uh, sounds right. I mean, uh, we uh, always knew when we were pivoting to this new media brand that we have today, uh, that we wanted to have uh, at the same time uh, build a build like a media company to have both the editorial platform covering these uh, industries that we do, but also the the, the service arm of a, of an agency in tandem to that. Maybe we should say a few words about the background of Scandinavian Mind Agency before we go into some of the insights we want to share um, that could be helpful for brands because. Sometimes when I meet people in the industry, colleagues who run other agencies, they kind of uh, some people are surprised. What you're running an agency as well? And I guess in a way we have been kind of protective of our brands. We haven't really marketed our agency, even though we've been running it for for better part of of the last uh, three three to four years. So and and to me, you know, we, we took a decision this spring to kind of update this communication about ourselves. We we. We launched this agency website, and we also now are, are starting to do more and more content around it uh, in our in our own feeds. Uh, but I guess you know, just one point around that is is I kind of feel like we've been very protective about our editorial brand, the kind of the, the credibility and trust we've built up uh, doing this doing this uh, editorial brand for three years has been really the focal point of of the industry, and that goes into what we're going to talk about in terms of you know building an insights driven communication and building this trust and credibility in the marketplace yeah definitely but also about you know we 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 have had a lot of stuff to do um, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> keep keeping busy uh, and we do a lot of stuff so uh, one 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 part of it does it, it takes a little time to to kind of complete uh, a storyline for the agency and uh and to to promote it on a, on a and build a website so but we yeah. i'm glad we uh 
we made that happen and to have a, have it out there in the world. For sure. And, you know, one thing we really try to, to communicate is we talk about insights driven communication and that kind of, that's, that kind of what's, what stands us apart from other agencies, I think. And, and, you know, one foundation of that is of course, that we do run this magazine operation, this kind of insights operation. We have all the newsletters, we do the podcasting, we have all the events. We are kind of on the forefront of information gathering about these industries that we, we cover. And that kind of spills over into the agency in in several ways. Uh, One is I think our clients really come to us because we have this kind of insight and knowledge about these industries. I think that's a huge plus. Um, And the other is, of course, that we, you know, the way we communicate, the way we build our own brand uh, spills over in how we help our clients build their brands. And, and I think like one main differentiation from how we like our setup is that like if you take there's there's a lot of design studios like coming from my point of view as a designer there's a lot of mm. design design studios that might have uh, some sort of magazine where they make you know cool cool layouts uh, and attract uh, talent to do great great visual uh, stories. Um, and then they sort of harness that uh, that like ta- talent roster to be able to do campaign work for brands, and we right, we right. we do that as well. But uh, our point of differentiation there is that we we actually try to uh, like the the stuff that we produce is we try to make it useful to to our audience and to always try to extract intelligence from that uh, so we we kind of the, the starting point of insights we draw a lot from our own uh, our own work basically for sure and i mean there's no shortage of examples of kind of magazine operations that have turned into creative agencies we see it uh, all across the the fashion industry uh, you know fantastic man has done you know great work for for brands like cos we have, uh, you know, of course, Monocle that has a sister agency in Wing Creative. But I do think, you know, to your point, actually carrying over the knowledge about these industries, I think that is uh, where we set ourselves apart. It's not only about the execution, although, you know, we do a lot of production, we do a lot of creative work, we do a lot of content, uh, um, you know, output for our clients. But actually harnessing uh, the, the, our, this favorite word of ours, harnessing the kind of insights, the knowledge about these industries that we have. I think that's really what, what uh, sets us apart. Yeah, and we, uh, we made a little model that we call the Trinity, where we have uh, yeah. uh, three cornerstones. We have first, you have like on the top, you have the insights, and then you have brand, and then you have the communication. And it rotates back to insights again at the top of the triangle. Uh, and that's like that approach as a funnel is nothing new but i suppose like if you look at it as a more of a loop it's it becomes more interesting um and uh, yeah and also that we what we just said that insights come from within this like within ourselves like within the company i want to dive into that more and, and how we work about it but but i think there's one other point to make uh, before we go into sort of more granularly how we work, and that is this kind of 
what we call navigating an age of transformation. And, and I think that's a key part. It relates to this insights part so much. And, and the fact that these industries that we work with, you know, whether we come from the technology side or from the fashion or lifestyle side, these are industries that are in kind of a perpetual transformation uh, uh, the, the, these days, has been so the past few years and will be so in, in, in the foreseeable years to come. I mean, and, and this relates to, of course, you know, sustainability issues. It relates to new customer uh, behaviors, how new generations are changing how they consume products. Um, you know, this whole notion about being purpose-driven is, is becoming more and more important uh, for brands. So being inside this kind of turmoil of, of transformation that everyone has to kind of adhere to, you can only tackle that through knowledge you need knowledge about what's happening you need knowledge about the industries you need knowledge about what's happening and 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 that kind of goes to the heart of why you should you should uh, you know have this kind of insights driven approach and to, to set the scene even more i mean um, coming out of the pandemic or like in the middle of like coming into the 2020s uh the what we can what we can see is that the the market is absolutely fiercely competitive mm. and and uh, the consumer is is demanding a lot more like why like why why basically if you if you want to interact with a brand uh, then you need to answer that question like why why are you here at all like why why should i care about this uh, just acknowledging the the peak of the uh, attention economy and what like the what new generational technological and societal changes that the consumer is basing their their uh, attention on basically. And you have this term you you always come back to, which I always like. It's like the importance of walking the walk instead of just talking the talk. Can you can you elaborate what you mean uh, by that? If you come from a set of values and and uh that that's great you know to to talk about that in in various ways but it's also going to be even more important how you execute on them like what what do you actually do what mm. intentions like it's not only the intentions but the actions on how you deliver on your on your promise on your brand promise mm. um, and that you know an editorial approach can also help inform that help inform what types of uh, ambassadors what types of collaborations what types of uh, events and the content of the actually uh, of the events uh, like it, it helps you to make all, all those decisions as well and this is obvious i mean we, i feel so strongly about this and, and we feel strongly about this and that's why we're doing what we're doing but maybe we should talk a little bit about what we mean by editorial approach because in a way if you have this you know we call it building a storytelling brand, uh, building a brand based on purpose. You have to have a, a, you know, a clear mission and you have to have it uh, for you know, commercial reasons. You have to have it because your audience demands it. The audience demands brands to take a stance, to have a point of view, to have a, a clear mission. And the way to put that out there, it's not through one campaign or or one statement or one tagline it's about these kind of you know kind of constant conversation with your audience and if you have that you know that's why we come back to this editorial approach that is traditionally what a newspaper is or a magazine is 
you are producing content, you are reporting on what's happening in your field or in your uh, culture or or however you want to define your your um, audience or or the world you are working with, but kind of constantly talking about it, creating content, interviewing people, uh, developing insights. If you do that on and on again, of course, then distributing it, you know, through if it's newsletters or a print magazine or, you know, a, 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 a you know a plethora of of different social medias which you know any brand or any person are on these several different channels but if you do that over and over again you cannot almost help by doing it authentically you can't fake that over time and i think this is where you know i think we help brands the most to make that um pivot into the editorial approach to work editorially with their communication because still doesn't come natural for brands even though we live in this kind of perpetual state of content being uh you know created and published through all these social media um there's still uh, so many brands that are uneasy about that um whereas to me or to us it's it's there's almost no other way you can do it right Uh, it's about aligning uh, over uh, uh, like a series of topics or uh, uh, or like your values related to topics with a clear point of view. That's basically mm. what an editorial uh, operation is about, and that's also what ultimately sparks communities, right? Yeah. No, I mean for sure, and and I think what's you know what's interesting and you know we obviously we talk about this every day so one thing we talked about the other day was uh i think we dubbed it kind of the the post performance marketing era i don't know if obviously performance marketing is you know uh very important for many brands and 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 companies uh but i think we've had uh kind of a, a an era the past kind of maybe 5 10 years where performance marketing took such a big slice of the pie in a way of of the whole sort of marketing pie and you know it's obvious why it's measurable you can you know kind of track your your audience uh it it can lead to very concrete results it can convert to paying consumers and so forth but it's not the whole story right uh there there are certain things you can't build uh through through this performance marketing approach or, or how would you describe it i mean for a for a good decade we were i mean not not we but people like in general uh, the the cmos were obsessed with performance marketing coming from like 2010 into the once again like into the 2020s uh, and rightly so uh, for all the reasons you just described you can mm. you know you paid basically what for what you got you paid for the clicks or you paid the ambassadors through affiliate links um, and you can measure everything like to learn a lot about your demographics so it was you know of never before have we been able to get get marketing that for the, like that efficiently for that price right mm. um but then what happened when you lean too much into that and you uh, f- forget about the brand uh, it just becomes 
hollow in the end. So, mm. and and coming back to uh, consumers demanding more than just uh, competing over price and adding to the the performance marketing logic uh, versus brand marketing is that uh, we, we come to know that you really need both. And with uh, an editorial approach, you can basically, uh, since a lot of the outputs are created for mm. ver- a lot of various channels, you can also use that to 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 boost your performance marketing or even use the same assets no for sure and we you know we've kind of backed into uh working with performance marketing it's not really our expertise usually brands have some kind of digital agency that they're working with or we provide one when we work with them uh but but what we realized since we are coming from you know the content side of things that we usually we're the ones delivering the assets uh for these you know paid ads and so forth and usually they are you know performing much better than what a performance marketing person would do you know obviously we're 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 kind of speaking in if, towards our own ca- our own case here uh but but that's usually what happens and and of course you need both uh that's you know that's nothing strange but i think what brands are realizing more and more is that to be able to build brand, to f- build something that people actually can resonate with and talk about and share uh, with their friends, you you need to you need to you need to think you know you think about this conversation that you want to have with your audience. And I I kind of I really love that that the likeness of having a conversation, that term having a conversation, uh, because you can't really have a conversation that's inauthentic. A conversation, per definition, is authentic, and you know, then it naturally kind of falls back on purpose. Uh, it naturally falls back on what is your mission, what do you want to tell, what's the story you want to tell to the world, and you have to you have to think about those those things. So um, it kind of, if you take it seriously, it kind of falls falls um, into place kind of naturally. Um, but obviously, you know, there's, there's a, there's a process to it. You can build it. You can, uh, you know, we have certainly have uh, processes for how we help, help brands with it. Um, but let's, let's talk a little bit more about this kind of point of differentiation. I see it as two main components where you have, uh, at first you have the point of differentiation where your purpose is, you know, a large part of that, but also like what's special about your product, what's special about your services, and by talking continuously about that, uh, writing stories, speaking, and you know, visual storytelling across some multiple multiple channels, by doing that in a long term trajectory, uh, you actually earn the other main part of a brand that is trust and credibility. Mm. So you need to uh, you need to not only have something to say but also be credible in the way you present it. And that by you know continue to talk about uh, this in a in a believable way, that in that way you're gonna earn that that trust and credibility. So uh, by starting uh, from your by basically conveying your point of differentiation to earn trust and credibility, that's the way I look at it. No, absolutely, and it, it's kind of about playing the the long game. And there, there are no like, there are no fast wins. There are no short wins. Uh, you have to do this long term, and by showing the audience, showing the world that you're in it for the long term, 
um, I think that's also a way of gaining that trust, that credibility. And uh, maybe maybe that's, that's a good way to sum it up. That's that's what we've been doing with Scandinavian Mind now for for three years. Uh, we certainly uh, gained a lot of trust in uh, in the market, both from our readers uh, through the co- you know by virtue of the content we produce, but also from our uh, dear clients that we're working with. Yeah, it's a long-term bet. It's a long-term trajectory, no doubt. All right, Eric, let's let's try to wrap this up. This has been an interesting episode diving into our approach working with Scandinavian Mind Agency. Is there anything, any closing remarks, anything we've, we've forgotten about? Obviously, there's much more to talk about. Anything else you want to mention? I, I think that when I was preparing a little bit for from uh, before this talk i I kind of reflected on what what have I been doing so far in my in my career like for twenty plus years <laughs> i've been I've been yeah. a designer uh, and an art director and I've been working with uh, in two main arenas that is uh, uh, visual identity uh, like making uh, working with branding and and the visual uh, aspect of it and also editorial design so uh, when i thought about that way is like why is <laughs> not it's no it's not a far fetch to to why this feels like this editorial approach feels very obvious and natural to me because it's sort right. of a when you put these two things together that we i've been focusing on for my whole professional life that's kind of this is the the point of view that that comes out well, everything kind of comes together, and I think that's that's why we're so you know happy to do what we do, and and that's why what we do feels relevant. And uh, you know, as another closing remark, I think that's why we also felt like we wanted to create more content around the work we do in branding, how to create you know brands and work with branding in in perhaps a different way. And I think it could actually be very useful for our audience to, to learn more about this. So this consider this like a first step. Uh, we'll come back to this topic uh, in this podcast. And, and we have some other ideas around uh, reports we want to produce. Uh, we're currently deep into looking at how AI is changing this field. We'll get back to that. And before we close out, I just want to mention uh, we have a couple of events coming up with Scandinavian Mind. First, there's, of course, Beauty Innovation Talks happening in Stockholm next week, October 25. If you email us kindly, we might be able to squeeze you in, but it's a pretty packed room by now. It's going to happen uh, at our head offices at Kreativturegatan 30 in Stockholm. Um, and early in November, we'll be hosting our first event around virtual creativity. Uh, we'll get back to you on that but that's november 8th also in stockholm super excited about that event uh in in stockholm uh focusing on um i don't know kind of a the new era of creatives or or how do you want to how do you want to define it eric um i don't even know like that's that's why we why we do it because we want to learn we learn want to learn about the new the new arenas the new uh, the new strategies the new the new ways of working exactly case in point anyways if you want to get up to date on all this content and all these events uh, do follow our newsletter visit scandinaviamind.com newsletter until next week goodbye